my friends, we are delighted to welcome you to a special episode of The Afterword. In fact, this is where we have deeper conversations about the truths we've been learning in our Bellevue Women Bible Study. And today I am delighted to have friends with me. Susanna Leon is here with us beside Jean, who you know, Susie Wright, and then Audrey Lawrence, next to Dana. And we are so glad that you're joining us as we come together to talk about kingdom friendships. We've studied the Sermon on the Mount from this present kingdom, our study this past semester, and we've really dug down and looked at our hearts, have we yes. not, ladies? <laughs> and so as an extension of that heart examination, we wanted to look at friendships because friendships should encourage, boost up, and draw us closer to Christ. In fact, we're going to be drawing during our conversation on three of the things that Henry Cloud and John Townsend brought out in their book, Safe People, because all friendships, people who belong to Christ should be safe people. And they say there are basically three things about safe people. Number one is they draw us closer to Christ. Number two, they draw us closer to each other. And number three, they help us become the person God intends for us to be. So we're excited about sharing and we're just going to have this conversation around the table as though we were sitting at lunch just with a group of friends. So, Susanna, we want to start with you. Please tell us sure. a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm a proud Cuban-American, both parents from Cuba. They came when they were young, had my sister and I in New York, raised in Miami, Florida, and we've been at Bellevue for about five years, which I can't believe I so much time has passed. My husband, we came to Bellevue for ministry. My husband is the pastor over the married 50s now among some other groups that are awesome. <laughs> and I serve alongside with him. I'm actually starting guest services, which that's ah, my jam. Wonderful. I love loving on people. So that ministry, I love discipleship, was discipled by the best over there, Miss Dana Street. <laughs> and that's me in a nutshell. I like having friends. I like having lunch and conversation. <laughs> That's so I'm glad awesome. to be here. Yeah. Thank you, Susanna. And she is a fellow staff wife, mm -hmm. so so delighted you could be with us today. And then, Susie, tell us a little bit about you. I'm not a staff wife. <laughs> well, you might as well <laughs> be. <But> I, <laughs> by, by looking at me, you can tell I'm not from here. I look different. I talk different. I'm originally from India. I've been here for a long, long time. I came here to go to study. My husband is... He's Nathan Wright. We've been married almost 41 years. Wow. Beautiful. Great. Yes. When's your anniversary? Sweet. May 19th. May 19th. Close. Oh, close. Very yes. close, I know. So God has been so good. I came here to study, and God blessed it. God gave me an opportunity, and I retired as a scientist. I'm a food scientist. We both are retired, and, and John, we've been Bellevue, you know, 38 years. We worked with the singles, my husband and I, for 20-something years, and then we worked with the couples. Now we are retired, and we are working with the, our age. We go to Steve Markham's class. I enjoy fellowshipping, <laughs> friends, <laughs> eating, playing. Oh, I love this. Now you can tell why I love Susie. <laughs> Not only when you come to her house do you have fun and are you going to pray, but she feeds you really, oh, really well. well. It's a great opportunity to start to do that. Too. Yes, it is. It is. Thank you. Audrey, tell okay. us a little bit about you. So my name's Audrey Lawrence, and I've been at Bellevue since 1993, 94. I am a pure Southern girl. I grew up in North Carolina. My 
my husband's from Georgia, and he is a physician in the area, and I have raised three children here, mm -hmm. and they're all gone. My heart is the music ministry and women's mm -hmm. ministry both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But what drew me to Bellevue Baptist Church is the women's ministry oh, wow. because mm -hmm. of the friendships, the genuineness, mm -hmm. the caring and the loving and the kindness. Mm -hmm. And so I too love friendships. I love people. I love eating and <laughs> all of those things. So thank you for having me. Oh, Audrey, thank you. And Audrey yes. and I go way back. When we yeah. first came uh, to Bellevue almost 16 years ago now, yeah. Audrey serves on our praise team. And of course, yeah. watching her lead oh, in worship, oh, yeah. oh. There's just an anointing on yes, her life. Yes, and I'm yes, immediately, absolutely. I want to get to know her. Yeah, yeah. God <laughs> and, is good. Uh, Audrey and I have done discipleship together, yes. women's ministry oh, yes. and prison ministry. And it's been such an incredible blessing. And wow. as well as serving with Suzanne and Alex with our staff, mm -hmm. Susie and I have been to India several times. I want to share a definition that mm -hmm. I just read recently out of Scott Saul's new book, mm -hmm. Befriend, because I believe this depicts each of you because you're all... Women who not only honor Christ, but your real friends. Mm. And he said, real friends see each other as long-term companions mm. and give mm. to each other the rare gift of long-term loyalty. Mm. Instead of mm. using each other, they serve mm. each other. Mm. Instead of keeping score with each other, they support, mm. champion, encourage, serve, mm. forgive, and strengthen each other. Mm. In real friendship, the flourishing of other people takes priority over our own goals and ambitions, yeah. and Amen. all of you Amen. do this very well. Mm. So as we get started, let's talk about what it means to be a friend that draws people closer to Jesus, mm. and how can we do this intentionally in our friendships? Susie, I wanna to go to you, because I know you and Nathan have done that for years in the singles ministry, and you're still doing it, but you're a master at doing that and drawing people in and praying with them. I don't know how many young women you have prayed up a husband for. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you seek to draw people closer to Christ. When we got married, unfortunately, we don't have biological children, but God has given us so many oh, children yes, he has. <laughs> Who claim you? Who claim you? One of the things, since we retired even more opportunities, one of the things we really look at it, see the need, spiritual or physical need. Mm -hmm. And God has given mm -hmm. us, all of us, certain talents, mm -hmm. spiritual and mm -hmm. the other side. One thing is, I came from a mother who prayed, mm -hmm. and she prayed. She prayed on her knees. She had callus. Mm -hmm. oh. When she died, she had callus. Mm -hmm. So the prayer life mm -hmm. is big, big in my life. Mm -hmm. And combined with the prayer life, and ability to cook, enjoy cooking. <laughs> and getting into the need, what do they need? The one thing you can do is mm -hmm. invite them or be in their home mm -hmm. or being in your home mm -hmm. and pray the need of it. And mm -hmm. that build that, I mean, it doesn't have to be a group of people. It can be one or two mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And that build the bond. And yes, that's what the beauty, of course, you know, the food always goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, you're always good. opening your home for a shower mm -hmm. or any kind of celebration, Susie's the one who opens her home. Tell a little bit about what you and Nathan would do on Valentine's Day for the single women. We have done it so many times. The Valentine's Day, singles, sometimes are, you know, forgotten group of sure. people. They think we are, but that's not true. The singles, we invite the singles who do not have any boyfriends. We have done this several times. We ask them to dress very nice, go into a nice restaurant. I would set up the table, 10, 
12 people, whatever. China, everything. I see a native would wear a tuxedo. How nice. And I would dress, you know, Indian nice. And then I would, we would serve, we would invite a couple of young women to serve seven course meal, and we pray for each one of them. Mm. Mm. That is the key. Yes. Mm. And cry mm. and laugh. Mm. And then mm. he would give a red rose each mm. goal. Mm. Oh, so sweet. I love that. And praying with them, most of them are married, a couple of them are not. You know, that gives the biggest mm. impact That's in our right. life. Yeah. Not right. because look at what Susie is doing. It's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. But the way God has mm. touched this. Mm. And we yeah. have, and you know, I have a little hard talk. Mm. You know, God is going to, God is going to bring your husband, put it in a box and put it in a tie and put it on your lap. No, that's not what God's going to do. We seek, seek the God Lord first. Yeah. and follow His direction Amen. based on God's principle. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's it's right. been a joy in our life. Yeah, <laughs> we do that. It's great. That's, that's awesome. really sweet, Susie, because you're precious. you're also making sure they know that they're seen and they're yes. valued yeah. and cared for. Yes. And that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you dress up and feed yeah. them. You know, and Valentine's, them. how many girls are, how many singles yes. are staying home and they not Where were you yeah. when I was yeah. single? Yeah. <laughs> I would have gone <laughs> dressed up. That's right. That's right. Well, Susanna, how are you intentional with your friendships and seeking to draw people close you to You know, friends? I say something really funny to folks, to okay. ladies. Yeah. I say, I'm an easy friend. I say, I'm not going to have expectations. What I want to do is encourage you. I want to definitely help you grow in the Lord. I'm going to keep you accountable, you know, if you let me, you know, and I want you to do the same. But I'm going to be an easy friend. Uh, I want to encourage you. I want to be there, jump in, count on me. And I tell them in return, like, I'm not going to have expectations of you. So, uh, and it's tough, you know, this stage of life that, that I'm in and my friends are in, even though I have friends of all ages and stages of life, but uh, we have kids that are in school still. Mm -hmm. We have husbands that are working or doing ministry. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard to call back right away or it's hard to text back right away or hard Mm -hmm. to, you know, just do all these things that sometimes you expect as a Mm -hmm. single, Mm -hmm. like you got time. Why aren't you hanging out with me more? So it's actually nice to have someone that doesn't have that expectation uh-huh. that says, hey, uh-huh. we can pick up where we left yeah. off. Yeah. Yes. yes. And mm-hmm. you can call me even if it's been forever that we've talked and say, I really need my kid to stay at your house. Drop them off, you yes. know, and that there's really no bitter so or, or anything yeah. like that. Suzanne, that's such so, a beautiful picture, though, of mature spirituality yes. Yes. Exactly. because when we've had our need for intimacy and significance yeah. met in our That's personal right. relationship Amen. with Christ, we're yes. able to release mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. to the Lord and love them out of the overflow. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's the beauty of every person sitting at this table is you are easy friends. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fun. Love that. Yeah. And fun. And fun. You know, I find myself gravitating to people who are more extroverted than I am mm-hmm. because Dana and I have a tendency to be a little bit, you know, nose to the grindstone kind of people. And so we need the genes in our life yes, that come around do. and have fun and make everything fun yeah. and give us the words we need and the opportunity oh. to laugh. You need a diversity yeah. of friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need friends who are not just, just like, like you yeah. because your life is enriched by them. Yeah. But the beauty mm-hmm. of what you're sharing, Susanna, is you've chosen not to be offended. Oh. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That and that's crazy. a choice. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. I wasn't born knowing this way. I mean, it's years of, you know, studying the word and really being influenced by my husband. You know, he hates when I give him praise, but he always kind of instilled that in me. 
That's and wonderful. said, get your meats net by the Lord. Yes. You know, and the rest just give and yes. pour out. And then you have more fun. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. so much freedom and joy. In yes. Uh -huh. yes. Yeah. That's freedom. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Audrey, how about you? Well, about you know, when I think about friendships, I know the first thing to opening the door for someone to get to know someone is just simply smiling. Mm -hmm. A smile is letting it's people an invitation. know that I'm yes. open yeah. yes. for the friendship. And then I learned a long time ago that I don't need to have to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. Just mm. I come yes. and we get to know each other. Mm. So I don't go out. I used to tell my kids, don't say, will you be my friend? <laughs> it's just go and be a friend. Uh, yes. right. is what you do. Mm -hmm. And That's so good. I love meeting people. Mm -hmm. And I love women's ministry. I love singing. And so to me, I feel like I don't meet a stranger. Mm -hmm. And I'm always mm -hmm. curious to know people. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of leave it that way. But the main thing is that I want my light to shine so that mm. men may see my Amen. good works and glorify Amen. the Father which is in heaven. Mm. And I've met some wonderful friends here at Bellevue, and I feel like I am a friend to a lot of people, mm -hmm. but this is how the atmosphere should be in general oh, yes. if we call ourselves mm -hmm. his. Absolutely. Yes. We should be welcoming and loving and caring. Mm -hmm. So oh, intentional yes. hospitality. <laughs> and is, I think that, that sets called. us apart. Like yes. I have friends that are, are not walking with the Lord or not yeah. saved. They've expressed this to me like, wow, so you're not mad or are you sure I can call you and leave my kid, you know, two nights because we have an emergency? Yes, mm. you can. Right. And that starts a conversation, mm. you know, yes. like, where do you get that from? Mm. You know? And for those mothers out there who are listening to this friendship conversation and you have sons or daughters, but especially daughters in the mm. home, this is such an important thing to model for yeah. them yeah. because we don't have time for drama. Mm. There is too much at stake. I would tell my girls, especially by our fourth child, who was mm. our third daughter, was in high school and she'd be all been out of shape over something. Mm. I would listen. I would seek to empathize. But ultimately, and she would tell you this if she were in here today, I would say, really? Like the entire world's dying and going to hell and you're upset about that? Right, right, right. <laughs> so just, let's just put this perspective. in perspective. But as adults, we need to remind ourselves of that, yeah. that there is so much at stake and it's yeah. so much bigger than us. Yeah. And yeah. that if we're focused on the kingdom and we're really living every day for that day, the day we stand before the Lord, so much of this petty exactly. stuff yes. just falls yes. away. Falls away. Yeah. It yeah. does yeah. not That's matter. Right. Jean, you're a wonderful friend. Tell us a little bit about how you seek to be intentional. Uh, you are so kind to say that. I like these other girls and I love what y'all have uh, shared. I treasure my faith family friends oh, yes. far beyond any blood relation. Yep. I did not come to Christ until I was an adult. I was 24 years old and came to Christ here at Bellevue under the ministry of Dr. Rogers. That was 42 years ago. And what I found in those early days as an adult I was married by this time, very deeply in love with Mr. Stockdale, but my family, my extended family, were unbelievers. They were not engaged in church or interested in the things of the Lord. And even though I was married to a man who absolutely adored me and very much in love, beginning to now in this new relationship with Christ, finding my needs met, the fullness of Christ in my life, walking into that, I do remember feeling a bit alienated mm -hmm. from family, feeling loss of an extended family that I loved. And, mm -hmm. and when I tried to share Christ with them, they were not particularly interested in realizing that I entered into the narrow gate yes, right. and my path, mm -hmm. although I love these people, mm -hmm. I was going to be walking a path that was putting me at yeah. odds with mm -hmm. these people. Mm -hmm. And I can still remember as a very young Christian, 
feeling quite alone. And Craig and I came out of an unbelieving world, a partying world, and stepped into the kingdom of light, praise God for it. But we came to Christ basically without friends. In fact, when our lost friends found out we decided to go with Jesus, they left us in mass. And so suddenly it was Craig and I walking with the Lord, a new experience. Craig had been raised in the church, but had not come to faith. I'd never been in church, never been in the scripture. So this new experience coming together and having lost what is very dear to me, which is relationships. But what God began to reveal, I'd lost a blood family. I'd stepped into a blood bought family. And I gained in Christ. Yes this incredible, (laughs) far-reaching, diverse, influential, godly, loving, accepting, enduring family. When I was placed into the body of Christ, I didn't realize I came into the family of God. And to this day, some of those relationships, some of those folks still live here in Memphis are the among our dearest, mm-hmm. dearest friends. And I began to value mm-hmm. relationships in Christ. Yes far beyond the blood relationships that I felt like I had lost. In time, at the end of my parents' lives, they did receive Jesus. I'm very grateful for it. But it was the family of faith that began drawing in. And because of what I sensed as a young adult that I had lost friendship to me, within the faith, those who are like-minded, who are loving the Lord, who are encouraging me and pressing me into Jesus, they are everything. They are absolutely everything. And so I treasure and value relationships. Uh, Want to be a loyal friend, a good friend, the friend that sticks closer than a brother, the one who, like you, very low maintenance, (laughs) the one who, like you, I don't cook. (laughs) But I can shop. I can buy That's food. Right. I can buy food. <laughs> and you can eat at the table. But the hospitality <laughs> exactly. aspect yes. that is very strong to me. And Audrey, as you said, yes. the welcoming, the yes. openness mm-hmm. of what Christ has done in my life, mm-hmm. allowing that yes. to be the thing that right. can become attractive in my life to yes. others. It's an open yeah. life. Yes. Yes. yes, it's an open life. And that's yes. what happens when we come to Christ. And mm-hmm. let's move into that next point then, because a safe person, a really mature believer is going to draw us closer to others. They're yeah. always inclusive, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. And Dana, I'm going to pitch that to you. How can we do that intentionally? Mm-hmm. Well, I think now when I speak, I'm speaking as the, the table introvert. It doesn't mean that I can't be an expert because God gives us what we need yeah. to be. Yeah. But we minister just, and we reach out to people just out of how God has created us. Yes. And at this tender age that I am, I become very comfortable <laughs> with God has made me this way. Yeah. It doesn't excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yes. But reaching out to others, my mantra for friendship is be the friend you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the friend I want is somebody who outside of having that common relationship with the Lord and being in a very similar place in our walk is very loyal. That's just a big deal to me. Somebody who is loving Mm -hmm. and somebody who will help me to laugh because sometimes I don't laugh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I need some, I need people around me. Mm -hmm. And I forget who it was that said it, but 
I look for people who are very different mm -hmm. from me. When I hire people to work with me, I look for people who yeah. have strengths where I am weak. Mm -hmm. I know that I need those people to come alongside me. It's the same thing mm -hmm. in my friendships. I need people who have different strengths mm -hmm. than I do mm -hmm. to help me grow mm -hmm. and to help me see that I can step out mm -hmm. in some areas. And I want to do the same thing with others. Yeah. One of the things that I love to do is to really get to know somebody well enough to see within them the giftedness mm -hmm. that God has mm -hmm. and to help call that out mm -hmm. into being. Mm -hmm. That's just one of those areas where I know that God has gifted and that's me in that friendship. Third point helps mm -hmm. the person become who God created them to be, mm -hmm. and that's what a true friend does. Yes. Because yes. they're around you enough, they ask enough questions, they see your passions and what God has planted within you. And sometimes it mm -hmm. simply comes from praying with someone, mm -hmm. doesn't it, Susie? Yeah. When you're praying with someone or praying for someone, God just mm -hmm. allows you to see gifts he's given them, who it is he's called them to be. And you begin to pray that and it resonates in their inner man because that is who God has hardwired them to be. Yes. And so they hear it, they know it, and you do literally help call for it. Yes, and believing in others. Sometimes yeah. we just, oh, as good. women, mm -hmm. we need somebody to get us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. You know, I'm looking, yes, we're all married and yes. we all have wonderful husbands, mm -hmm. yes. but a husband wants to sometimes fix you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want somebody to get me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not just always asking for a fix. Yeah. 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 Everybody that's married needs a girlfriend. Everybody needs a girlfriend. It's the best gift you can well, give your husband. You. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, yes, well, thank you. Because somebody that's on the same wavelength that gets you, that can finish your sentences. Yes. Yes. That's a friend. That's yes. somebody that you yes. really, that gets you. There's uh -huh. just no better way to say that. And there are differences in male, female, but then just to opposites usually attract. And so exactly. your husband, not only being male, probably approaches things very differently mm, different. from yeah. you than just by temperament. I'll share something with Steve at times that I'm just like, this is an incredible quote. Like, listen to right, this. Right. And he'll go, yeah. <laughs> and I'll call one of my friends and they go, oh, like that's the best I've ever heard. That's what I was wondering. Exactly. Or how emotional we get too, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll be like, crying. I'll be like, right? And Alex goes, I wish I could shed a tear. <laughs> but I can't. And I'm like, you don't see it? And, but if I call a friend, she's like, yeah. No, yes, yes, yes. We, will, we will shed tears with each other very we'll easily. Right? Uh -huh. Yeah, I don't cry about anything else, but if somebody else starts crying, I'll right, cry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I love the fact that as you grow in Christ-likeness, your friendships should become more diverse. Mm -hmm. I've shared that with my girls. In fact, I would encourage those of you that are listening, um, evaluate your friends. Mm -hmm. If they're all exactly like mm -hmm. you, <laughs> you may not be walking in maturity yeah. and really the, the breadth of the Christian life that mm. Christ has for yeah. you. Because mm. I have found that the older I've gotten, the more diverse my mm -hmm. friendships have uh -huh. become. But uh -huh. I find a connection with somebody yes. spirit to spirit, mm -hmm. and they're yes. there spiritually, and we connect there. And it may be someone in my younger years I would not have had much in common with, right. but now we have the spirit connection, yes. and yes. suddenly I'm able to value mm -hmm. everything yes. about their yes. personality and see how much it enriches me mm -hmm. just through their friendship. Mm -hmm. As I get word. older, what you're saying is, then, you know, when I see you talking, you say, oh, God, it's so gentle. 
Yeah. So Jen. And I said, I wish I had a little bit of that. <laughs> Jen. And like then I look at her and she had Jen and this bunch. She's, you know, all this. Boldness. But Boldness God, and gentleness. Yeah. God has put yes. all this. You know, these are the friends. You know, the friends body we of need, Christ. Body of Christ. Right. Sisters in Christ. We all have to, all of them meant together. And a few people I pray with, one of them is very authoritative, calling you on. But hey, have a little gentleness in that. <laughs> and, and God is the truth in love. The truth in love. And I'm li I'm a little bit like that. You know, just call on you, just do that. But God put all of us together. It's going to take. That's right. All of us. That's yeah. called the kingdom. Yeah. And I will say about, right? that yeah. you know, with our different temperaments, and we're all different, yeah. but a temperament that is spirit controlled yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. can be. We can That's be good. all in everything for our Lord and Savior mm -hmm. exactly. to be able to minister to that person. But mm -hmm. the temperament, yes, Lord, I'm born this way. I'm, oh, I'm a messy. I'm a this, I'm a that or whatever. But being spirit controlled, mm -hmm. it allows you to do the work yes. of the kingdom is how I see it. Yes. So, well, I love um, diversity in friends because I think you, you nailed it, Donna, when you said that's the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. I love that. When mm -hmm. I see differences, yes. you know, in you call yourself an introvert and... I love that because it gives me a glimpse of how God made her exactly. and how diverse he mm -hmm. is in his yes. creation, yes. in yes. his growth for Susie and how he reveals himself to Jean because we're going to hear everything you think. And we love that. But I'm so drawn to different, yeah. to different people that are mm -hmm. different than mm -hmm. me in color, mm -hmm. in age, in background, because just to see what God can do through them and with that background yeah. and with that experience. Yeah. And yeah. I just love it. That's it's right. Mm -hmm. So we never yeah. exclude. We never draw the circle tighter. Mm -hmm. We open the yes. circle always yes. and we're pulling people in. Yes. That's what Christ does. Christ yes. invites us in. Mm -hmm. We need to have an open life as well. And I think, Audrey, it starts with that smile. Mm -hmm. It starts with greeting, with being aware of people who are around you, mm -hmm. reaching out and pulling mm -hmm. someone in that's mm -hmm. new when they come into women's ministry, inviting yes. them to sit at your table or to join your yeah. small group, mm -hmm. always being aware of those who are around you. Mm -hmm. yes. And one of the things I would tell my girls when they were growing up was when you walk into a room, start looking immediately because understand mm -hmm. you're an ambassador mm -hmm. for Christ. Right. Yes. You're on mission. Yes. And it takes the focus off mm -hmm. of self and puts the focus on others. Right. And you walk into a room saying, Lord, who do you want me to speak to? Mm -hmm. Who needs a word of encouragement? Who needs to be included? Yes. Who needs to be pulled in? And so when you go in, others focused, mm. you have a God confidence mm. yeah. that actually draws right. other people to you. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to yeah. welcome you. <laughs> I'm on a mission. But yeah. how many people walk into a room wondering, is anybody going to speak to me? Am I going to fit in? Right. We as believers have to be the ones who are sensitive to that. Yeah. As Christ's ambassadors, draw them in just like Jesus draws yeah. us in. And I'll yeah. tell you, when I walk over to someone, you know, we have kids, so you have soccer and you have this and you have that. And when I make that effort to, I see someone that I don't recognize, that maybe is not attending Bellevue. I'm just talking about that example in soccer. And I engage with that person and I'm doing it on mission. You're not supposed to do it for yourself, but you feel mm. this joy, yeah, this certainly. pleasing from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's awesome because mm -hmm. you're like saying your father is pleased with what you've done. Mm, that's right. I oh. think the best place to do it is our life group. Yeah. Yes. That's what Nate, my sweet husband, had. we have done that in singles. 
always look for yeah. people, mm -hmm. always, mm -hmm. always. And, and even in our age, mm -hmm. older yes. you know, life group, so many people come and you know, we have to make an intentionally, mm -hmm. we have to make a decision, I'm going to go and speak to that person, mm -hmm. you know, because in China, we have a habit of getting together in Sunday school and each other, hey, right. you know, so excited yeah. to see, so excited yes. to see yes. anybody, but we forget, and that's a great mm -hmm. point, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And there's the unexpected blessing uh -huh. that comes from reaching out and from loving somebody yes. who's different than you mm -hmm. to when that person's life rubs off on you. Mm -hmm. That's right. And all yeah. of a sudden you <laughs> yeah. see your heart being changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Several years ago, I had an experience that was just, just came from the Lord. For many years, I was a faculty advisor for students in a local university. And I had a student who was an African-American woman who was 61, I think, the first time I met her. Mm. And she came in one day for a meeting and just was sharing some things with me as we were talking. And we got to the end of our conversation. And I just reached out and put my hand on her. And I said, can I pray for you? Mm. And I just prayed for her. Mm. And she got up and left. Two years later, my assistant called and she said, somebody is here and they've asked to see you. It's the same woman. Mm. And she said, can I just talk to you for a minute? And I said, sure. And she said, you know, I grew up in the South. And my experience growing up, you know, I know what it's like to ride at the back of the bus. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. My parents were sharecroppers. Mm -hmm. The parents before them worked on the plantation. It was a very different upbringing. Yeah. She said, do you remember the day a couple of years mm -hmm. ago when I came in and talked with you? Mm -hmm. She said, you put your hand on me. Mm. And you prayed for me. Mm. I was 61 years old at the time, and that's the first time a white woman ever mm. reached out mm. and touched mm. me. Mm. Now, that began mm. a beautiful friendship. Mm. About a year later, I had an opportunity to hire her, oh. and she worked for me for several years. I learned more mm. from her mm. over the few years that we were just co-labored together daily mm. than I could ever begin to imagine. She may have thought I helped her, but oh, Amen. that sweet woman helped me so much. It is the unexpected blessing. Mm. Yes. That's good. And what a picture, once again, mm -hmm. of the healing, restorative power yeah. That's right. of the gospel yeah. and the yes. life to which Christ has called us. Yep. Mm. Audrey, as you said, we're to let our light shine yes. before men in such a way that they see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Oh, yes. And that's our heart's desire. Yes. And Audrey, yeah. you do that well. Well, I will say, you know, in connecting with Dana, in a job situation, I was co-equal coordinator with a white person who said to me, I can work with you all day, but I could <laughs> never bring you home. My family would never accept you mm. as much as I enjoy working with you. And this was during my younger days. Mm. Wow. My choice, I could have been angry, mm. but I chose yeah. not to be. Mm. That's right. I felt and God very, has blessed you for that. Oh, That's right. Well, we have to move on because yeah. we really, really do. And so oh, wow. I chose to forgive mm. her. She regretted her words later mm. on, but mm. it was the reality of her mm. world. Even in moving to Memphis, you know, mm -hmm. there was a church member here who said to me, my grandfather would roll over in his grave mm. if he knew I was in your house. Mm. And she says, I remember getting a spanking for calling my maid Miss Mary or whatever. Mm. But because 
of coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus yes. Christ. Absolutely. Yes. And what the Word of God says, to love your neighbor as yourself, mm -hmm. and that we're all the same. What her upbringing was, was undone by mm -hmm. the love and the blood of Jesus. Amen. And so that's how I choose. Some people choose mm -hmm. to live in the ignorance, and I choose to forgive that's right. them mm -hmm. and continue wow. to love on them and to be mm -hmm. that friend. It's about me showing them mm -hmm. that it is about the Lord. Because yes. that's the life that Jesus yes. has called Jesus us yes. to. Right. And oh, yes. what unity and healing and restoration would take place within yeah. the body of Christ and literally across our nation yes. if believers would just start living like Jesus. Yes. 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 And loving, choosing forgiveness. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I, I grew up that way. My parents would say, as Hispanics, and you know we're Cuban Hispanic, and there's different. There's Puerto Rican and Nicaraguense and whatever yes. beautiful, colorful Hispanic. But we all have different backgrounds too, as far as cultural practices right. and things. And so my parents would always teach us forgive yes. and educate, like yes. invite them in. Yes, yes. the key. That, invite yes. them in. You know, and it's an opportunity not to like, you know, no, you're wrong or you shouldn't right. say that or yes. that's offensive. Mm -hmm. they may not know. It right. may not be intentional. So, so say, you know, actually, let me come explain. Don't say that. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, I'm Cuban. Yeah. Maybe I didn't grow up eating whatever. And then educate, invite yes. them in, you know, be that first person that educates them. And that, I think maybe that's also why I'm so drawn to different people. So I'm not afraid, yeah, you know, to, to ask Susie, so why is this so spicy? You know, or what did you, <laughs> you know, you know, and ask. And I think people, when you celebrate, it's almost like you're celebrating that difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, when you speak respectfully, but it's okay to be ignorant and yes. say it, you know, right. and I think sometimes people may say, oh, I'm not going to approach that person because they're different than I am. And I may offend them. I may say something that's mm -hmm. offensive. But I think if your heart's in the right place yeah. and you say, hey, can I, yeah. you know, do this or ask you this or yeah. man, that's oh, and mm -hmm. especially today, today when so many yes. people are so easily that, offended, yeah, yes. are easily yeah. offended yes. and they just assume yeah. and draw the line and that's it. Once again, that's not Christ that's because not Christ. in Christ right. we choose not yeah. to be offended. Yes. Yes. Right. Real love doesn't take into that's account right. a wrong suffered, right. 1 right. Corinthians 13. And so that's exactly what your mother Mm -hmm. modeled for you and mm -hmm. taught you to do was to choose not to be offended, but instead right. to love and educate. And I love that. Yes. Don't be yeah. offended. And love celebrate. And, yes. and, and celebrate the differences. Yes. Right. And that's what friends do. Each other. Yeah. Exactly. And when we look at this table, look at, we all are different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you never looked at me like you're an Indian. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you are, you know, we are different. Yeah. But we never look at it because only through the blood of Jesus Christ, yes. Yes. only the bond that, you know, That's yeah, right. I'm from India. She's from another country. You're different. And we all, but we never, ever, because mm -hmm. of Christ That's right. living through me That's and right. in me. That's mm -hmm. right. And that is going to be the beautiful picture when we get to heaven. Uh, and so our yeah. closing verse today is about kingdom friendships is that they should mirror heaven. Mm -hmm. Revelation mm -hmm. 7, 9 gives us a bit of a sneak peek mm -hmm. into eternity. It says that a multitude so large oh, yeah. that it can't even be numbered from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language is standing before the mm -hmm. throne of God. Yeah. And Galatians 3, 28 says that there is neither Jew nor Greek, mm -hmm. slave nor free, male nor female. We are all mm -hmm. one. One in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Our kingdom friendships should mirror the diversity of heaven. Yes. And what I want to thank each of you for being my friend. <laughs> 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 and 
I would love for us to close in prayer because mm -hmm. our heart's desire mm -hmm. as followers of Christ mm -hmm. and as friends moving mm -hmm. toward home mm -hmm. is that the healing power of the gospel yeah. would go out from the body of Christ mm -hmm. and that there would be healing and restoration mm -hmm. in our churches, mm -hmm. denominations, yes. Yes. and across mm -hmm. our nation. Mm -hmm. And it is the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You can't legislate that into right. place. Yeah. It is the love of Jesus mm -hmm. that will heal mm -hmm. and restore. Would yeah. you join us as we pray? Father, I thank you for the gift of friendship. Mm -hmm. I thank you that you are creative, as our creator. And Lord God, you did create us with many differences. And yet, Father, when we come together in Christ, we are knit together as a family. And Father, we enrich each other. We enlarge each other. Lord, I thank you for the women at this table. I thank you for other women who have poured into my life, who have mentored me, who have been friends to me, an easy friend, as Susanna said. And Lord, may each of us choose to be that to be easy friends, friends who are not demanding, but friends who serve, friends who are loyal, friends who are in it for the long haul, friends who let their light shine in such a way that others see that light and they are drawn to Jesus in us. Father, that is our heart's desire. And Lord, we pray a blessing over our churches and over our nation asking that the power of the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ would bring healing across denominations and races and that you would unite your body and bring us all together as one with one heart and one mind in Christ Jesus. And it's in his name and for his glory that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us and may your friendships be blessed by Jesus Christ. The Afterward Podcast is a production of Bellevue Women and Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. For more Bible studies and other resources, visit bellevue.org women.